The destiny of a woman must be shaped to a large extent on her own conception of her spiritual imperative and her place in society. That is a quote by Sandra Day O'Connor. Welcome to Trina Talk. Trina Talk is a weekly podcast that will inspire and empower women of all ages to strive for the impossible. Your host, Trina L. Martin from TrinaMartin.com is a motivational speaker, leader, and cybertech expert. Every week, Trina will share wisdom gained from her life experiences and lessons learned while pursuing her goals to inspire you to achieve the next level in your life. Now, your host, Trina L. Martin. Hello, welcome to Trina Talk. I am your host, Trina L. Martin, and this is episode 76. The topic of this week's episode is following your path. My guest this week is Miko Lau. Before I go into Miko's bio, I just want to say that I was so impressed with this young lady. I was actually a speaker on one of her summits, and she impressed me so that I decided to bring her on to Trina Talk because I thought that she was wise beyond her years and she had some things that she could share that would be a benefit to you. So Miko is a recent graduate of UC Berkeley turned entrepreneur with a mission to inspire, educate and empower young adults in their 20s to create a life they love and build a career path that resonates with their hearts and their gifts. Hi, Miko. Welcome to Trina Talk. Hi, Trina. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. We connected because someone referred me to you for your College to Calling Summit, and you interviewed me. And I was so impressed with you that I said, you know what, I have to have her on my show. So why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about who you are? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm so glad that I was referred to get connected with you and feature you on my College to Calling Summit. So a little bit about myself. Uh, My name is Nico and I'm 24 years old. I just graduated from UC Berkeley back in 2017. And, you know, I did what society and everyone told me I needed to do to be successful all my life as an immigrant from Hong Kong with my family back in 2005. All I knew was to do well in school, get good grades, get straight A's specifically so that I can you know, do well, succeed after college and take care of my parents. So I did all of that. I got a really nice GPA in UC Berkeley, but only to come out and realize and kind of get hit by the reality that my, even with my UC Berkeley diploma, I was not able to afford a living that, especially in the Bay Area, I was living on my own. I could barely take care of myself, let alone take care of my parents. And I was just looking down into my future. I didn't really see a much hope in my future because I was I didn't find any jobs that really speak to me that light up my soul and I knew I didn't want to go back to grad school because I didn't want to spend another couple years of my time uh, invest so much money into the education only to maybe get a job that would pay the bills so 
I I was at that position where I felt very stuck. I was not making the money that I wanted. I was not able to take care of my parents like I wanted, and I was not happy. So that's when I turned into entrepreneurship. When I dive into that and discover there's a whole different world of making, building wealth, and do creating a career path based on doing what I love, everything changed for me. Uh, that was about a year and a half ago. So when I made that transition, it's been a game changer. We can go more in depth about that, but that's really a summary of me. So right now I'm on the path of entrepreneurship and just building up the foundation of a business that I want to create. Wow. Like I said, I am so impressed with you. And just to hear your story, I'm even more impressed with you. You're 24 years old and I'm double your age. (laughs) Um, I'm so impressed and I'm impressed with you because you found this out early in life. Mm -hmm. And that's what I commend you for because people like me, because I did exactly what you were saying. I went Mm -hmm. to college. I was actually the first one in my family to go to college. I got a degree. I got the good job. And I did all these things that society and, you know, your family tells you you should do. But then Mm -hmm. I started to realize I wasn't happy. I wasn't fulfilled. It Mm -hmm. wasn't my passion. It wasn't what I was created to do. So what do you feel that you're created to do? What are you, what's your passion? What are you driving after since now you see that corporate America is not going to be that thing. And no matter how fancy the degree is, that's not what Mm -hmm. lights your soul. What lights your soul? Yeah, that's a really good question. Thank you, Trina, for asking me that. And this is really funny. And I always tell my friends this, even though I'm 24 years old, uh, my physical body. I always tell my friends that I feel like I have the soul of an old grandma or the <laughs> wisdom of someone who is much older. And I, I have a knowing that the reason why I was put on this path to grow so fast, to, to, be, to gain all these insights so quickly is because I need to grow and transform myself in a way so that I can become a source of inspiration and empowerment for other people who may be struggling still right now and looking for some answers. So where I feel like what I'm put here to do is to really help people to reconnect with who they really are and to unleash their unique gifts and divinity, like that uniqueness of who, what makes them who they are and bring that out to, to shine the light on everyone. And I think that is going to create a ripple effect because when I think of uh, some one person stepping into who they really are and owning the gifts, owning the unique talents uh, and the purpose, that could really inspire the people that they know, and then it just goes on and create a ripple effect. Um, so it's my vision to really see people truly l- creating a life that is true to who they are. And doing the things that really lights up their soul without having to listen to uh, what their parents want for them, what societies that they should do, uh, and just live a life of regret. You know, that's really something that I wish people would be able to see and uh, be awakened to, 
early as possible so they don't have to go a detour and find out when they're in their 30s or 40s. That's great. That's amazing. And I think that's why I'm so, you know, feel so connected with you because Mm -hmm. I'm on that same journey and you found out earlier than I did, (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. which I'm so proud of you for doing because you are going to inspire someone. You inspired me just by me seeing how I was like, wow, she is a young lady, but she's out there and she's following her dream. And and it, it, it did something to me. Mm -hmm. So tell me exactly what are you doing on your path to entrepreneurship? Tell me how you're going about it. What are you doing? And what's your overall um, goal for yourself as far as Mm -hmm. uh, creating your, your destiny? Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad you said, said this, Trina, because I, I'm going to be honest about my journey. I feel like on on this path of entrepreneurship, it has been more uh, difficult, challenging moments than there has been the the breakthroughs and the extreme ecstasy that I feel when I, you know, just feeling in so much alignment. But it has been more of those in the dark tunnels, really pushing through my fears because when you go on this path of uh, entrepreneurship, it's all about getting to know who you are at like a deep soul level. And it just brings up all these insecurities, all these negative thought patterns that you have picked up along the way uh, growing up. And all of that just surface up from deep within you. And you, you just have to battle it out and release that. So it has just been a huge a transformation for me every single day, uh, just really recognizing the things that are not serving me and how do I let that go. Um, so it's just been constantly doing that. It's like a, on a moment to moment basis. And it hasn't been easy at all. Uh, that's on like a mental side, emotional side. That's the challenges that I've been uh, really, you know, working through. For the past year and a half, but also so much on like the financial side, right? As a beginner entrepreneur, you we invest so much more money than we are getting in return at the beginning to build that foundation. So um, when I decided, when I knew that there was another path to creating wealth, creating the life that I want outside of a typical nine to five job. I literally quit my my full time job like within two weeks. Uh, I I think it was less than two weeks. It wasn't very responsible of me, but when I when my heart was called to do something, I just couldn't stay anymore because every time I showed up to work, I just my heart was feeling heavy. It was not in alignment with who I was, so I I quit completely. Uh, moved back home with my parents to build to to grow myself to build a business and you know financially it's been difficult as well but what I focus my mind on and I just every day like what gets me going is like I keep my long-term vision in mind and I trust I trust that knowing uh, that I have in my heart that you know I'm guided by something higher than me like what I'm doing is not just for me it's for a way bigger purpose there are other people out there waiting for me to step into the person that I'm becoming. So, you know, I keep that all those things in mind and just really uh, what what I do specifically, like the tangible things on a day-to-day basis is I immerse myself, my, my mind, my, uh, my brain every single day with just 
personal development, people that have、um, walked the path, successful people who have been on this journey, who have the results that I want, and I also listen to a lot of like spiritual spirituality, like、uh, understanding the laws of our universe. Really, just study as much as I can, and just really.、Uh, Rebuilding my belief system, so that's what I do on top of the really logistical、uh, building the business side of things. Yeah, I love that because that's the main tenet that I tell my clients and that I use for myself is personal development. You never stop growing. You always have to be striving for better and striving for more. And I'm so happy that you realize that because. I hate to say this, but a lot of people of your generational are on the instant gratification.、Yeah. They they see the the you know YouTube stars, and I'm not going to say any names because I don't want <laughs> them getting any publicity.、Um, and these people who are out who really haven't done anything, but they are famous, and people follow them. And it's sad because I look at these people and. I go, and I'm pretty sure you know who you know I'm talking、mm-hmm. about. But you look at them and you go, "Wow, okay, these people are mega famous. You have people who are following them and want to be like them. But what have they really contributed to other people?、Mm-hmm. What have they done to make someone else's life better? Only thing I see is, you know, the Instagram photos of them looking at themselves in the mirror. <laughs>、um, so I'm really glad that you have. Decided to do something different than what the quote norm of a twenty-four year old is doing. Tell me, how are your peers ha- now? Because with me being an entrepreneur and being have lived a little longer than you,、mm-hmm. I do know that <laughs> when you start to walk your journey and your path, that everybody is not going to. Um, receive it, and it's not for them to receive. It's your journey, right? But、mm-hmm. then you hear people that have—I call it chatter—they have things to say. You know, whether you ask them for it or not, they, they have their opinions. From your peer group, what has been the chatter that you have been hearing?、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love this question so much because at the very beginning, when I made this transition. It was very, very foreign for like my friends, people that I knew, which are like friends from college.、Uh, I something that I notice about kids, college kids, or、uh, around this age, we tend to be very tunnel vision. It's just one specific path, and and I I don't blame anyone because I feel like that's just how we've been conditioned to to think and to, and we're in this mode of striving for success. We're so hungry for it, so we just do whatever it takes、uh, that we knew how to get that success. So everyone is just so focused on like getting that internship, getting that that amazing job at this company. So when I made that decision to To do something like okay, I'm gonna follow my heart. I'm going to not、uh, pursue a job that pays well. I'm going to do my own thing. That was, I would say,、um, I kind of lost some friends. That you know, I mean, I think it's normal.、Uh, mm-hmm. It's just, but I was at the beginning. I was kind of, I took it personally. I, I was kind of offended by it because I thought that they were my friends and.、Um, What it it kind of hurt me a little bit too when I was uh I created a new 
Instagram page for like this new business that I was building and I didn't get any support from like my friends in college to like even show me a support by following me. But that was me like at the beginning of the journey. Right now, now I'm a little bit more grown and I have more insights. I, I feel like at this point, I, I recognize that, you know, all I, all I can do is to live my best life. And I'm not going to try to force anyone to think differently or make different decisions. All I can do is do my best. And if I can, if I'm going to be an inspiration for other people to also do the same, then that's awesome. But I don't have any negative feelings about uh, if they don't support me. I understand that everyone's have their own path, their own journey. But, you know, I, I, and one thing that I noticed too, is like, sometimes I don't, it's really hard for me to understand. Like I, I, I always want to help people see life from a different perspective. Uh, and I put out all these content. I try to, uh, you know, put out all these quotes. But somehow I still see a lot of my friends still going down the same path. They're not happy. They're working at jobs that don't pay enough. So a lot of times I, I'm, I wonder to myself, like, what is it that's really stopping these people from uh going out there and maybe taking some risk, right? But at the same time, I, I don't know their stories. Uh, I, I would love to be able to talk to them on like a more personal level. So to get to know like what's really stopping them, but I haven't had the chance to do that. So I don't know. That's a really good, good question. I'm not sure exactly like what they're thinking. <laughs> well, you have a good perspective and I, I like that because just like you, I'm the same way. I don't care what anyone else thinks. And honestly, you're going to find that more people um, don't understand or won't support you and won't talk to you. And that's okay, because Mm -hmm. you're not doing this for them. And I myself, I've had to, I've lost friends. I've had to stop talking to family members because they were so negative. And you know what, that's just part of our journey as being entrepreneurs. And when you want to impact and inspire other people, you can't worry about the naysayers. You have to Mm -hmm. just continue to go and do what you know. And like you said, and what feels good in your heart. And I really am glad that you said that because oftentimes, and sometimes I feel like that too. Sometimes I'm going about and I'm doing all the things that I'm doing because just like you, I'm like, this is my calling. Mm -hmm. This is what I was created to do. And sometimes I get what they call the imposter syndrome. I feel, oh my goodness you know, am I good enough? What will, you know, is this what I should be doing? Are people going to like me? Is, you know, how will they receive me? But then I have to step back and say, you know what? I may not be for the masses, but if I impact and inspire that one person, Mm -hmm. then that's what I was created to do. Mm -hmm. So, So you have to go on and you have to encourage yourself what does your day look like? Because um, with being an entrepreneur, we know life is busy. And just tell me your routine of what you do to keep yourself on top of your game. Yeah, and this took me a really long time. So like when we have, when we go into entrepreneurship, I always say that it's a blessing and a curse at the same time, because now I have all these time on my hands. I have complete control over, you know, how I spend the day. So sometimes if when if you're not disciplined enough, like 
this happened to me for a long time. I was sleeping. I didn't have a clear structure of how I would uh, go about my day. I would spend my time on things that didn't produce anything, like aimlessly spending time on social media. Um, you know, I would tell myself like it's for my business, but really it wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't really producing any results by being on there. So I wasted a lot of time. I can say like still even now to this day, I feel like I'm still finding that um, that pattern where I'm really consistently being productive uh, and using my time wisely. But what I do on a typical schedule is I. And this is a game changer for me when I follow this routine, especially my morning routine, like it affects my entire day. So uh, what I do is I wake up the first, the first moment that I wake up, I try to make sure I set the right intention. My thoughts, I don't let it go immediately to uh, the problems from yesterday or the things that I need to worry about. Like I, consciously make sure that right away my thoughts are going into uh, appreciation gratitude or just being in that moment taking deep breaths and just like being grateful that I'm alive for that moment that first um, waking moment is so important so that's like the first thing I do and then I also meditate so uh, just sit and listen to some meditation music or sit in silence and I do that for maybe 20 to 30 minutes to just, uh, again, it's just set the momentum of my thought patterns for in the right way to start off my day. So, and then after that, I also like to get into, listen to personal development audios. I'm always on YouTube listening to people like Abraham Hicks. Uh, I listen to Abraham Hicks all the time. And then so I do that for maybe about 30 minutes. I either listen to YouTube videos or I read a book. Uh, so the first hour is really for myself, setting the tone of the day, setting the right intention. And then I typically go to the gym after that if I don't have an appointment with people, schedule a call or something. Uh, so I go to the gym and I come back, eat a nice breakfast, and then I would go into if I have like calls with people, I would do that. Uh, and I also spend a lot of time doing, still doing more personal development throughout the day. Like I would take classes on Mind Valley or um, Gaia.com and just listen to like classes from Bob Proctor on YouTube. So just a lot of studying on my own. Um, and something that I can definitely work on is to set a clear boundary for when the day is done for work. I tend to just work all day. And then by 9, 10 p.m., I'm still working, checking emails, answering emails. Like this is something I need to work on it to be like, okay, this is, that's it. This is the end of my work day. I'm going to spend with my family or friends or uh, give some time for myself. But at night, I also, I intentionally uh, try my best to also spend the last hour to calm my mind down, to maybe do some reflection of how my day went, and uh, also meditate again to really uh, set my subconscious mind, you know, put the right images in my subconscious mind right before I go to bed. So no phones in the first hour and uh, the last hour, uh, except I used my, my, my phone for YouTube, but that's it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Wow. You're definitely an old soul. I do have to say that. <laughs> you said you, you think older because I'm listening to you and I'm going, she is so wise because I do some of the same things. I love uh-huh. mine. Mind Valley, by the way, Vishen yeah. Lakiani, I love him. Yes. Um, he's something, you know, that's one of the things I love, um, the A-Fest mm-hmm. uh, speeches. So I listen to those as well. I'm always doing personal development. But like you said, I get up in the morning and I have kind of a similar routine where I try to set my intention. And I, that's one of the things that I'm working on with my clients is intention. Because mm-hmm. if you don't have an intention set for your day, for your life, whatever that is, you're kind of wondering aimlessly. Mm-hmm. And I, I like the fact that you said that you tried to set the intention for your day. I want to get into your summits. Now, as I said earlier, you interviewed me for your college to calling summit, which mm-hmm. I thought was brilliant. What made you do that? Yeah, that's so my what really drove me to create a summit was because again like i really wanted to share my specific journey my path and hopefully to inspire and empower people who may be in the same you know situation as me just two years ago when i first came up college and i see this in so many of my friends it's so common and i i feel at the same time People don't share this. They keep it to themselves. They think that it's a, it's part of the the norm. Like you know, post graduation depression. Uh, I did some research. Apparently, it's the norm nowadays. Like people are expected to be depressed after they come out of college, which to me is ridiculous, and it shouldn't be that way. Um, but I, I feel like this is something that people just think like it's normal, so they don't talk about it. So. You know, they don't even seek help, but I see this, I see this pain, I see this frustration in people that I talk to, um, especially people who are about to graduate and everyone, nobody knows what they want to do after college. And it just pains me to see people going down a path of like, say, they just go back to graduate school because they don't know what else they can do. That's not a... a light decision to make when we invest our money our time our life going back to school just because we we think that's the path like that's not okay you know i just don't want people to be wasting their time wasting their money and wasting their precious like 20s going into grad school if that's not what they want to do or if they settle for a career path like as someone i'm from an asian families we always have this like idea that to be successful you need to go into medical school or go into accounting uh go into cs that was the idea that i also have been told and i remember when back in 2017 when i had to make that decision i was at a crossroads between am i going to continue to be broke and work at you know a job that maybe i like somewhat or am i going to you know sacrifice my soul and go back into school and study accounting or go study cs none of that was something that i wanted to do so you know i see so many of my friends and people uh, at college age kids they would be making these decisions following a career path because that's what their parents or society said it's the way to go it's the way to make money and 
I, I just, you know, I see beyond that. And I, I just wish people can wake up to the fact that no, like this is not the only path and money doesn't come from, you know, chasing after it. it's more so of you embodying, like embracing who you are. And that's when money comes to you instead. So like, there's just certain things that I feel like I know. And I wish people can also know because when you discover, when you have this new level of awareness, you can really experience a next level of inner freedom. And life is just so magical when you see that you have options, when you see that you have hope. So that's really my intention behind the summit. Uh, so that's why I created it. <laughs> wow, that is so amazing. And you touched on something Um what did your parents think? Because like you said, being mm. from an Asian family, they're expecting great things from you. And when you said, okay, I've gotten this education from UC Berkeley, but the job that I got is I'm not happy. So I'm going to pr- pursue entrepreneurship. How did your parents feel about that? Yeah. And I have to say that I am extremely, extremely blessed and grateful to have really not that typical Asian parents. <laughs> My parents have been, always been very uh, chill and relaxed about the decisions that me and my sisters make in our life. I think that I'm just very grateful too for the fact that we did went to college and we did so well. Um, and then after that, they, they just like, they, they are happy if we are happy. Uh, so I'm really grateful for that because I know that's really not the case for many people out there. They have parents who really have a huge say over the decisions that they make. But uh, but even up to this day, though, it's funny because, you know, we have this language barrier. My parents don't speak English. So and I, I know how to speak Chinese, but at the same time, like it's so hard to translate what I'm doing, what I'm creating. It's a lot of it is very abstract and intangible, like universal laws, law of attraction, things like that. I have no idea how to explain that to my parents. And it's so funny because my mom always tell me this, like, to this day, I still don't know what it is that you do. But, <laughs> but I know that, you know, I have their support. And I'm just like, really seeing that day when I can finally, you know, bring them the results that I've been, you know, dying to show them and I know it's coming soon and I told my dad it's even up on my vision board like he sees it um I'm getting him his dream car this a silver BMW like that's <laughs> the first thing I'm going to show him when you know I make it at a certain financial success like that's it I'm giving that to him so yeah so you know I'm grateful they don't really uh try to put a foot in in my decisions and so yeah Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's you're you're very blessed like you said because yeah. to have parents that support you like that and like you say even though there's a language barrier and they don't quite understand <laughs> at least they support you and they know that mm-hmm. you're doing something that you love that um is going to lead you to your destiny and that's what it's all about and being a parent myself that's mm-hmm. how I parent my my two I have two teenagers Mm-hmm. And as a parent, of course, you want the best for your child, but then you also want them to be happy. Yeah. And I want them to pursue their destiny because we all were created for something. And like you said, we, we were created to help others, not just to help ourselves. Mm-hmm. And whatever that is that they were meant to do, that's what um, 
I hope that they find, and I hope that, like you, I hope that they're not in their 30s or 40s before they realize um, what they're um, supposed to do. Mm, You know, Trina, it's like, I still stay with my parents up to this day while I'm building my business. And it really pains me, though, to see, like, my parents. I feel like they have gotten to this age where they just, like, settle for whatever it is and I can see that that kind of unfulfilled uh, uh, feelings inside of them um, but you know I, I, I try my best to, to understand that okay this is their own journey I'm sure that they are happy where they're at right now but I really don't want that to be you know my life or anyone who who, who are able to get this awareness today like if they can understand this now they don't really have to get to this age when they are about to retire and they haven't really truly lived um so they it's like um a source of inspiration for me to see how my parents live now uh at that age and yeah and also trina i want to quickly tell you this before i forget uh for our interview together at the college to calling summit i got uh feedback from one of our listeners and he was really inspired by your uh, parenting styles i think it was something that was mentioned during our interview and he said that he will implement what what you suggest to his kids so <laughs> that's really amazing oh wow well yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm very i'm touched well thank you for telling me that mm-hmm. but um i have no doubt in my mind that you are going to follow your passion and that you're going to make your parents happy and you know i just, you know, and I'm just listening to you. Like I said, you are definitely an old soul because I don't know too many 24-year-olds that have the mindset that you have to think about the things that you're thinking about. At least I know when I was 24, I don't think I was there. Um, <laughs> so it's it's very refreshing to see that because I look at you as you're you're the future. Just like I look mm-hmm. at my kids and I say, you know, mm-hmm. you guys are the future because you guys are only a few years apart. And it just really makes me feel good to know that we're passing the torch to someone like you. That makes me mm-hmm. feel um, happy with where the world is going because not everything is a YouTube sensation. You know, you mm-hmm. want to see the people who want to do well, who want to work hard. And and this is this is a long game being an entrepreneur. It's nothing that's going to be quick. It's, Mm -hmm. it's short, you know, and I can, I can tell you that myself, it's a long, it's a long game. And, you know, I was listening to you, but when you, when you think about it, and I ask people this all the time, especially clients, and I go, who are you? Who are you at your core? And do you know, not many people can tell you who they are. Mm -hmm. I don't mean, well, I'm a mom or I'm XYZ's wife or a husband or I work for this company. So it's really sad. You know, I'm like you when you say, you know, you were talking about the things that make you sad about your peers in school and how they're working jobs that they may not be fulfilled at. I'm sad when I talk to people that are my peers in their 40s and 50s and beyond and they have gone so far in life and mm-hmm. they're not happy. 
they don't know who they truly are. And, or, you know, they go, well, I'm so-and-so and I work for so-and-so company. And I was like, well, but yeah, but that's not who you are. Right. Who are you? And not many people can say it. So I think you and I both, we have a lot of work to do in the world with mm-hmm. actually getting people to be true to themselves. You know, and yeah. I, I think that's um, a great thing. Yeah. And I, it's so funny because I was just listening to a podcast earlier this morning at around like 2 a.m. Um, they also talked about how so many people identify who they are as the jobs, the title, uh, what they do, but not who they are actually being. And I was, uh, it's funny too, because I was just thinking about creating a video on Facebook later today or this week about, uh, you know, stepping into 2020, focus less so on what you're going to do or get uh, outside of this. And really just focus on who we are being in this role going into the next year because that's really who we are and i think about this question a lot too like who is miko low and i think like i just know deep down we are all just pure unconditional love like it's just the energy of love and everything else is just the physical dimensions of us that ego side of us but if we can release that and really step into that being and remember that power is just like it's such an amazing fuzzy feeling that we can all get in touch with if we can just remember that's who we really are Mm, i agree now i believe you have a new summit that you're working on do you want to talk about that yeah, sure, sure. So I'm really excited about this next summit that I'm working on because, um, you know, I, again, this is very in alignment with my own journey at the beginning when I first got started. I knew that I wanted to have more time. I knew I wanted to have financial freedom, um, you know, have no limits to my earning potentials and also a body that I love and feel good in. So these three uh, areas, so time freedom, financial freedom, and physical well-being were the three things that I was really looking for. So this summit is going to be called Thriving in 2020, how to have more time, make more money, and get into your best shape in 2020. And that will be launching in in the middle of March. So right now, I'm still uh, finalizing all the the details and the website for it. But once that's up, it's going to be on thrivingin2020.com that people can access uh, the interviews on. So I'm really excited about this summit. (laughs) Wow, that's amazing. Now, do you have sponsors for your summit? How do you go about creating, um, generating revenue? Uh, So the summit is completely free. Mm -hmm. So I don't get any revenue at all from doing the summits. Okay. Well, that's, you know what, that's great because you're Mm -hmm. doing something that is very impactful and inspiring and money is not the the end all to be all. So Mm -hmm. the fact that you're giving of yourself and creating such valuable content, that's, that's your pay. And I'm, I'm just, like I said, I'm just, overwhelmed with how impressive you are. Um, So I just want to encourage you 
to continue to do what you're doing because I think you're you're phenomenal. I think you want you're one of the phenomenal women out there. this like this really means a lot sorry to cut you off but like this means so much for me and you know people like you and there's so many others other experts that I have interviewed for my summer college to calling that you guys have just been so generous and unconditional of your support for a complete stranger like myself who just sent you an email on the internet and you know, for people like you who are willing to give your hand back to someone who may be a little bit, you know, behind on the journey and to support us, it really means everything to to me and people like myself. And, you know, this is something that I made a vow to myself, like, you know, I will do the same thing for anyone else who is seeking for help as well. Like if I, even if I'm just one step ahead of them, I will make sure I can do, I will do whatever it takes to, you know, give the support that they need, you know. So thank you, Trina. Well, thank you. And I'm glad you said that because that was going to be my next comment to you is just to pay it forward. So mm-hmm. when you get to a spot and you know what you, and you don't have to be on a mountaintop, someone may contact you tomorrow and say, you know what, you're at the point where I want to be. How did you get there? I want you to turn around and I want you to lend that hand to them mm-hmm. yeah, and, and help them because that's what it's all about. You know, when we get out of, and this is one of the things I try to s- stress, especially to other women is it's not a competition. Mm-hmm. There's abundance out there. There's enough for everyone. But if you lend your hand and help someone else that helps you go further. And a lot of times people think, well, if I tell them what I know, then they're going to advance to a spot where um, I won't get to. And it's not about okay. that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's not about that. So I am happy to have you. And I hope you always use me as a resource whenever, you know, maybe if you just need advice or you're looking for someone to um, be on one of your summits, whatever. I am more than happy to, re- you know, help you in any way possible because when you see someone else who's really trying and really putting in the work, it makes it easy to help that person. Yeah. And I just want to say like for our listeners listening right now to know that there are just generous people like Trina out there who are just so willing to help. And all we have to do is take that initiative and look people up there. There are websites of individuals like all, over the internet and all we have to do is just send them an email like it's as simple as that so really encourage people to take that initiative and just talk to people who have the results that they want Mm, great well we're going to go into our question portion of the show okay all right so here's question one who or what motivates you who or what motivates me Hmm. I would say what motivates me is to really see, I mean, getting to know like my potentials, like what, what else can I do? What's the next thing I can, uh, you know, push myself beyond my comfort zone, really just pushing those boundaries as much as I can. And that excites me so much because I know that we are infinite, like our potentials is unlimited. So every day like I just want to see what else can I do um you know who who 
like how can I become more who I already am, bring that out to the world. So that's my motivation. And in terms of who, um, I there's not a specific person that really that I really look up to. I have so many people that I look up to. All these like amazing teachers, uh, spiritual teachers like Dr. Wayne Dyer, Abraham Hicks. Um, all these people that I look up to. Um, but they all play like a equal role in my life. Yeah. Okay. What demotivates you? Mm, what demotivates me? Uh, this is what I'm working on. And I try to not let that demotivate me, but really focusing on the lack of results at the beginning. Like I always remind myself like, okay, I'm planting the seeds. It takes time for that seed to blossom and grow into the, the plant that's supposed to be. So like at the beginning, when I see that kind of slow momentum going, like people's engagement with my posts on social media or uh, the feedback that I would get from the summit, things like that. I, you know, I, if I don't do as well as I had hoped to do, Sometimes I can get discouraged, um, but again, I always remind myself like to to focus on what can be and not what is, uh, and just trusting that that I am on the right path and that the right people who need to see, who are ready to see what I have to offer, will see it. Um, so, yeah. Okay. When was a time that something was said or done to hurt you, but it worked for your good? something that people have said or done that hurt me right that they've done to Mm. said or done to hurt you but it worked for your good Mm. okay so what came to my mind is that when I first started on this journey I knew that I always want to work with college age kids uh, or college age students and I remember really going all in with trying to target um, especially UC Berkeley students because that's where I have my history in. Like I thought we can relate, uh, people can relate to me. So what I did was I did a lot of, uh, I posted a lot of content on one of our Facebook group. Like it, it was like a free and for sale Facebook group where tons of Berkeley students always spend the time on. So I, I made some posts on there just talking about my journey um, things like that and I remember getting so much hate from just random strangers they you know it's so funny I was going back to what I said at the beginning like sometimes uh, college students can be very tunnel vision so when they see someone like me saying things that are completely outside what they they have been taught to know taught to believe it can be I guess some sort of trigger uh, that just kind of pull, get them on this defensive mode. And um, they would, I remember there, there was this one person specifically said, like, who are you to make all these, like, trying to help people? Are you even a licensed psychologist? And it was, it was pretty painful, but, you know, looking back now, it's pretty funny. Um, but what, how that was good for me is just really, you know, when we are when we are being put into a situation like that, it really uh, gives us an opportunity to to 
exercise our reaction, our response to things, right? We can either react instinctively with our anger, uh, you know, sadness and all that negative stuff. We can impulsively react or we can decide to just, um, you know, see it for what it is and then pause and decide how we are going to respond in that moment and really uh, have the opportunity to understand that this is not about me. This is more about a person who's coming at me, a complete stranger for all these like uh, negative comments. So it was a good exercise for me to, to, to control how I respond to that kind of comments. <laughs> Very good. I think you handled that well. <laughs> what is your fear? What is my fear? Mm, I would say not living up to my fullest potentials or like kind of letting my old limiting beliefs, thought patterns continue to dictate my life. Like this is one of the things that I really consciously is working on now on this phase of my journey. It's like I am super aware of all these uh, thought patterns and habits that don't serve me but at the same time like I'm struggling with how do I let them go and how do I form new belief systems that do serve me it's a constant battle um, so my fear would be to to let that side to let that limiting beliefs that egos of me take dominant control over my life so that would be that would be good. <laughs> okay. Is there a time that you wish you had done something that you didn't? I wish I'd done something, but I didn't. Hmm. Let me see. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say uh, when... You know, I first started my entrepreneurship in the network marketing business. And I wish that I wasn't very, like at the beginning, I didn't know better. I didn't know, like I was very, I think everyone goes through this when they start entrepreneurship. Like we think that we're better than other people because we see a different path of building financial wealth or living life. And we kind of just put people down in the way that we talk to them. Like I'm, I'm guilty of that. When I first started, like I would, you know, not really be in someone's shoes and really seeing things from their perspective and understanding that the struggles that they're going through and just see them as the human being that they are. And I would try to like impose all these different ways of thinking onto them and think that was better than them. But, you know, if I could go back in time, knowing what I know now, of course I would not do the same thing. I would just like, be a human being and just like get to know them get to know them as like a friend that I would and just like you know see things from their perspective and if something I can offer then I will offer but I'm not going to like force my beliefs or my way of life onto them as though I'm better hmm. what is your definition of success my definition of success is just being able to feel good and do things that feel good on a moment to moment basis, like really being in, like just be knowing that everything that I want is already inside of me and feeling that I've got the whole universe inside. I can 
feel all kinds of emotions that I want, like uh, excitement, acceleration, passion, joy, abundance, all of that feelings I can really conjure up now in this moment. And if I can maintain in that state of being, uh, you know, success is a moment to moment thing for me. Um, and it's not something to be achieved, like a, like a diploma on the wall. It's none of that. It's like really just living in this moment right now. That's what true success means to me. Mm. How do you recharge? How do I recharge? What really helps me, I, I feel like I'm an introvert and extrovert at the same time. I, I just really need time to be alone after interacting with people. Um, so I love just snuggling in bed with a nice book. I like to also color while listening to personal development. I like to do puzzles and, uh, you know, going to the gym helps me and also meditating. Okay. What are you awesome at? What am I awesome at? Uh, I think I have a really, one of my biggest gift or uh, strength is that I, my energy, I feel like people always say that my energy is contagious. Like my smile is contagious. Like I can uh, kind of make people happy or just feel that joy even in my presence. So I think I'm really good at uh, bringing a smile up to other people's faces and helping them to feel even slightly better after interacting with me. Mm. What <laughs> legacy do you want to leave? Uh, I would say to to just remember who you really are, which are we are like divine creators co-creating on this planet and to just like make every single moment count as cliche as that is know that we're here. Uh, I want everyone, I want to be a living example of someone who has played on this playground of earth, planet earth and just created everything that I wanted to create. Like I look at life as like a piece of art, like molding that piece of uh, ceramics and into any shape or form that I like and to truly live our fullest potentials and create a life that we can truly say like this this is who I came here to do I lived it you know I made every moment count and I'm happy to go when it's my time to go wow okay Miko you have really imparted some wisdom but what I want you to do is I want you to think of one motivational takeaway that you can give the listeners, whether they're um, recent graduates, whether they're people who are seasoned in life, because just listening to you, you have, like I said, you've motivated me and you've made me smile. Mm -hmm. So I want you to give the listeners a motivational takeaway. Mm. Okay. Yeah, for everyone listening right now, I would just say, like, you know, take a deep breath just right now. Whatever it is that you are stressing about, that you're just so worried about, just be in this moment right now and just let all that go for even just a moment. Like you, you deserve to have that moment to just let it go. And I want all of you guys to know that there is nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with you or needs to be fixed in your life. Like maybe even, I don't care where you're at. I don't care if you're uh, broke, you're not at the financial level that you want to be, or you don't have the relationship that you want. 
that's okay. Like, just know, like, there's always a reason for where you're at right now. And if we can really truly accept where we're at at this moment with complete acceptance, love, and surrender, that's when we open up that space, that mental space, that emotional space for the solutions to come in, the inspirations to come in, the creativity to come in. But the first step is really just to to be okay with that. This is something that I struggle for so long. I always feel like I need to fix this. I need to do this. I need to do that. Like where I was at was never good enough. There was always something missing. But if we can be whole and loving and and acceptance of where, where we are at right now, no matter where you're at, that's when everything will open up for you. That's when you will start to see the path to everything that you want. So just love yourself in this moment. Give yourself that space. And if you can do it every day, the longer every day incrementally, then your world is just going to change. Wow. So Miko, tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you. If there's someone who is an expert in one of those fields that you need for your new summit or if they just want to interact with you and support you on social media, tell us how um, we can get in touch with you. Yeah, so I would love to connect with anybody and everybody who wants to get in touch with me. I'm very easily uh, reachable on Instagram, which is at life, L-I-F-E dot of of dot miko m-i-k-o so life of miko on instagram and then you can also send me an email i I check my emails every single day so that's life of miko lao l-i-f-e-o-f-m-i-k-o-l-a-u at gmail.com so uh and then facebook is just miko lao uh, I'm sure you can easily find me on there. <laughs> There's more than one Miko Lowe, but I, I think uh, you'll find me if you type like college to calling or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, Miko, thank you for being on Trina Talk. You have just been a joy to speak with a ray of sunshine. And I'm just so happy to have connected with you. Yeah. And thank you so much, Trina, for inviting me on to be your guest i think this is my first time ever on a podcast so i've had a lot of fun and yeah i'm really i cannot wait to connect with any listeners that will reach out to me okay great if you like trina talk please don't forget to go out to apple Podcasts to subscribe also who else in your life do you know that needs some motivation and inspiration in their life don't forget to share trina talk with them i hope you have a great week And remember, if you change your mindset, you can change your life. Keep striving because success is a journey, not a destination. You can listen to Trina Talk anytime and anywhere. It's available on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, and all other places that you can listen to podcasts. If you like the podcast, please don't forget to go to iTunes to subscribe, rate, review, and share. If you have questions for me or need inspiration on how to go to the next level, tweet me directly at Trina L. Martin.